Welcome, you found Annunciation Parish in real life, the weekly podcast of Annunciation Parish in Evansville, Indiana. Welcome to our podcast for April 21st, 2021. This is Father Alex with the signs of life at Annunciation Parish. Well, we certainly need some signs of life because I have taken a few weeks off from the podcast, you may have noticed, which I apologize for, but with Holy Week and with my retreat after Easter and my birthday, which I celebrate for eight straight days, so it's exhausting, things get a little hectic, but it's good to be back and to talk about what's been happening here at the parish. I want to congratulate our young people who just received their first Holy Communion this past weekend. We had 23 children receive that sacrament. A special congratulations and welcome to Ella Downs, who is a student at our Holy Spirit campus, whom we brought into the church last week with permission of the bishop. Ella was baptized, confirmed, and received Holy Communion, and uh, even through the mask, you could tell that she was beaming from ear to ear, which is just a beautiful sign that good things are happening in our school. And finally, it seems like forever ago that we had our Easter vigil, but we were very happy to welcome Amber Padgett into the church that night. I'm hoping to get Amber on the podcast. So Amber, if you're listening, look out, I'm coming after you. Uh, By now, you've probably heard that our summer social was mostly canceled for this year. We're still doing the raffle, but the rest will not happen because it is a logistical nightmare to try and make everything happen as we've done it in the past with so many guidelines in place. I mean, just imagine continuously wiping down the kids' games, keeping people separated in the cafeteria for dinners and sweating outside with a mask on, and you'll understand why we canceled. However, we are still looking uh, with the parish council at doing some kind of social event that might take place outside where we can more easily be separated and not have all the extra things that would require so much of our time and attention. So you can keep your ears peeled for that event. This coming Sunday is um, Good Shepherd Sunday. We'll hear the Gospel of the Good Shepherd, which is a good time for us to think about the priesthood and encouraging young men to consider that vocation. I know I first thought about priesthood in fifth grade, so it It never hurts to offer encouraging words to our young boys to consider whether or not God might be calling them to that vocation. I got to tell you, it's a beautiful life as a priest. It's a beautiful life to be able to serve and to give your life for something that um, goes beyond this world. Uh, We have uh, just a few Annunciation Parish yard signs remaining. We'll be selling those for $15 each after the Masses this weekend. Uh, This is just about the easiest way to share in the mission of our parish. So you might want to pick one of those up uh, this coming weekend. Finally, I I just want to note that we've got some parishioners um, all over the place, some struggling with grief, others dealing with sick kids, and others struggling with um, relationships and parents. And so Uh, let's really keep each other in prayer. You know, too often we suffer through these things in silence when there's a whole community that just wants to help us. And so let's do our part and lift up our brothers and sisters in prayer. 
And that's the real life of Annunciation Parish. This is Deacon John with a moment of meditation. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. After the resurrection, Jesus physically appeared to his disciples. And St. Luke records the disciples were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you can see I have. He said, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus is a great mystery. But it is essential to our faith. Recent surveys reveal that a segment of Christians no longer believe in the resurrection of the body, either Jesus' resurrection or the promise of our own resurrection on the last day. The teaching of the scriptures and the Apostles' Creed on the resurrection of the body means not only that the immortal soul will live on after death, but that even our mortal body will come to life again. St. Augustine wrote in the 4th century, On no point does the Christian faith encounter more opposition than on the resurrection of the body. However, many people today focus only on the spiritual life of the human person after death, but the Christian faith believes that our mortal bodies will rise to everlasting life on the last day. In John chapter 5, Jesus says, Do not be amazed, because the hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come out, those who have done good deeds to the resurrection of life, but those who have done wicked deeds to the resurrection of condemnation. St. Paul writes in Romans 8, The one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies. Therefore, our resurrection bodies will not die, and for the righteous they will be transformed into a glorified state, freed from suffering and pain. Recall that St. Paul, writing in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, wrote, If Christ is preached as raised from the dead, how can some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then neither Christ, 
has Christ been raised? And if Christ has not been raised, then empty too is our preaching, empty is our faith. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is vain and you are still in your sins. But as it is, Christ has been raised. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states in paragraph 643, Given all the testimonies, Christ's resurrection cannot be interpreted as something outside the physical order, and it is impossible not to acknowledge it as an historical fact. It is clear from the facts that the disciples' faith was drastically put to the test by their master's passion and death on the cross, which he had foretold. The shock provoked by the passion was so great that at least some of the disciples did not at once believe in the news of the resurrection. The Gospels present us with disciples who are demoralized, looking sad and frightened. For they had not believed the holy women returning from the tomb and had regarded their words as an idle tale. In Mark's Gospel, when Jesus reveals himself to the eleven on the evening of Easter, He upbraided them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen, namely the women. Even when faced with the reality of the risen Jesus, the disciples are still doubtful. So impossible did the thing seem, they thought they were seeing a ghost. In their joy, they were still disbelieving, still wondering. St. Matthew relates that during the Lord's Last appearance in Galilee, some doubted, even then. Therefore, the hypothesis that the resurrection was produced by the apostles' faith will not hold up. On the contrary, their faith in the resurrection was born under the action of divine grace from their direct experience of the reality of the risen Jesus. The risen body in which Jesus appears to the disciples is the same body that had been tortured and crucified, for it still bears the wounds of his passion. Yet at the same time, this authentic, real body possesses the new properties of a glorious body, not limited by space and time, but able to be present how and when he wills. For Christ's humanity can no longer be confined to earth and belongs henceforth only to the Father's divine realm. In the funeral liturgy, the priest prays, In Christ Jesus, the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so, just as Christ has been raised, we too await that day with sure and certain hope that together with all who have died in Christ, we too will rise with him on the last day. This is our hope. This is our faith. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. 
Thanks for spending time with us. Join us again next week right here on Annunciation Parish in Real Life.